Hi, I'm Lisa Gilby and you are listening to the Style Stories podcast. I've been a personal stylist in London for the past 15 years and in this podcast I share my stylist tips and tricks to get your wardrobe just how you need it to cut through all the choice in the shops and get really clear on your personal style. Part of creating a great outfit is accessorising. Accessories can instantly elevate just simple jeans and a t-shirt. It can add personality to an outfit. So this week, I'm absolutely delighted to welcome onto the podcast Amy Elson, the jewellery designer behind my favourite jewellery brand, Chambers and Bow. Chambers and Bow are known for doing really personalised jewellery. There are lots of hearts and stars. She mixes metals. It's really cool. Lots of layering. Check them out and listen to today's episode where Amy shares her story of how she stumbled into having her own business and she tells us the story behind the brilliant jewellery brand Chambers and Bow. I hope you enjoy this episode. So this week on the podcast, I'm absolutely delighted to have Amy Elson from my favourite jewellery company, Chambers Mm -hmm. & Bow. And I've been following her for years. I'm wearing my Chambers & Bow earrings today. So it's like lightning with a little gold star hanging off. And I love all her stuff. She does lots of layered jewellery. It's really unique. The main thing is it's really personalised as well. So and I saw her on Instagram and someone said she's got really good style as well and I had a look on Instagram she's doing some outfit stuff and then layering up jewellery I thought oh my god I'd love to have her on the podcast so thank you so much Amy for coming on today you're welcome hi hello I just wondered if you could give us a bit of background about how Chambers and Beau came about what what led you to having your own jewellery company down there in Devon how how was it born what's the story um, so the story is I went to university and did jewellery design degree, um, which was quite unusual at the time. Um, and I never thought that I wanted to produce my own stuff. I didn't have any interest in that at all. I was only interested in the design side of it. So when I left uni, I ended up working for various different jewellery companies and designing for them. Um and then I met my husband, um, who uh, so I'm originally from Devon. I'd moved to London. Um, he was in Devon and we, you know, commuted to see each other for a long time. But really, I wanted to be back in Devon. Um, and eventually I managed to get back here and the commute to London. I was doing it about twice a week, but that commute to London just got too much. Um, and so I decided to tried freelance designing and made a bit of a name for myself in the industry at that point. So I left my job, went freelance, that was going really well. And then I just thought I'd have a little dabble on the side making some stuff. I had all the contacts. Um, I'd had, I don't know, 12 years in the industry. So I knew what was commercial, what would work. Um, And I just 
had a little try. Um, I joined not on the high street straight away. And within, I think, six months, I had to give up my design work and just solely concentrate on Chambers and Bow, um, which is named um, after my two children. So I've got Sam Chambers and Molly Bow. Um, oh, sweet. Chambers and Bow. I mean, I don't think I even... There wasn't ever any conversation about what shall I call it. I was just immediately was like, oh, I could call it Chambers and Bear. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds quite good. It's perfect. It's, it sounds like a jewellery company as well. Do you know what I mean? It, I mean, it's got that, but it's got that personal connection, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. And- um, I, I had a friend, um, or I have a friend who, um, like right at the start she'd been to America and she came back with this really awful necklace but the sentiment behind it um it had a little charm on it and then another little charm with her daughter's name on it she showed it to me and she said god I know it's really nasty but I love what it means you you could do something so much nicer than this and that was kind of what planted the seed really um and at the time there wasn't that much personalized jewelry or it wasn't um like mainstream like it is now everyone's doing personalized jewelry now but at the time um there wasn't very much at all and I didn't have the money to invest in engraving machines and all of that so I just thought oh I'll just stamp them to begin with um and that's kind of become my thing really a bit um I don't like anything too perfect so that kind of suits me that it's not you know perfectly engraved and um I like the imperfection of it and so that's kind of how it all became a bit rustic so a bit kind of I'm the same I don't like being completely like slick or really smart or you know in what I wear I've always got to have something a bit off kilter yeah a little bit edgy a little bit um I don't like anything too matchy matchy yeah um I like texture and all you know different finishes and um you know kind of quite organic bit rustic that's my vibe yeah see I, that definitely comes through and there's lots of stars and hearts is that was that is that yeah. kind of like a hallmark well, is that hearts I guess are just very commercial and right. um I've just always loved stars um yeah it's just me really and so they kind of um having a little off that charm that's kind of become a bit of a signature for me um and stars and hearts and um I've got kisses in there as well so tiny little charms like that I think just add a little bit extra yeah I like stars as well what my maiden name actually is Mars like the planet Mars so and and I'm a bit kind of you know away with the fairies sometimes. So people used to call me Moon and Stars Mars. That was like my nickname. So <laughs> I've always liked stars, and actually that is why my husband bought me this yeah. earrings. I think a lot of people like celestial kind of Cele- yeah stuff. Do you believe in star sign stuff? Do you believe in uh, any of this? I should say yes, because I've got a Zodiac collection, but I don't really know an awful lot about it, to be honest. I don't follow it or know what my star sign, apart from I'm a Leo, so I know that I should be a bit fiery and I think, yeah, yes. My twin brothers are Leo. I've got twin brothers. They're Leos and yeah. they are like, they're sort of like everyone listen to me. They're kind of, they're very uh, charismatic 
And I, well, I don't think that's really me, so I'm not sure that it always... Maybe yeah. it's a load of rubbish, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe you can just find a little bit about your star sign, or, you know, find some, something smaller yeah. that relates to you, possibly, I don't know. But I guess that's the sort of personalised element of Chambers and Bow as well, isn't it? Because then you can get someone for presents... You know, if you know that someone's into that, you can get them because I'm Scorpio. You can get them like, you know, from your Zodiac collection, the Scorpio. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of become my UFC, really, the, the personalised side of it and the the sentiment behind it. And I mean, the, the stories that people tell me about either why they're buying it or, um, you know, who they're buying it for and the story behind um, that person or once they've received it, what it what it you know symbolizes to them it's lovely that um it's really nice to receive that information from people and also the fact that i think you know jewelry with sentiment it doesn't have to have words on it you know it can still mean something to you and you know you can take charms that, that symbolize different things to different people and put them together and kind of create your own story in a piece of jewelry um and that's really lovely. You know, it becomes a bit of a keepsake and something to treasure. Well, yeah, anything, per- well, yeah, anything like that is something to treasure when it's been so personalised and the thought's gone into it. I really like as well the layering, the, you know, this is a trend fashion-wise at the moment. It's that layering up, you know, lots of bracelets or layering up isn't yeah. it? lots and lots of necklaces. And you, it all on, yeah. You do yeah. that really well. Yeah, I think I I started doing it a long time ago. I think it was from my love of kind of vintage jewellery and just whacking it all on. They call it, um, it has a hashtag neck mess where you just throw it all on and you don't really think too much about it. When I put mine on, I tend to kind of layer them with gaps in between so it makes it easy for the customers to see, you know, what's what and um, I suppose makes it... You know, if you buy three necklaces, but they all sit, sit on top of each other, you're not really sure what you're looking at. Whereas if you layer them with, um, sorry, I'm gesticulating to my neck the whole time. When You've I'm got talking. different lengths. You've got different, you can listen. If, if anyone's listened to this podcast, you can watch it on YouTube as well. <laughs> I recommend you do because Amy's got her layered necklaces on today. Yeah. And you've obviously you've got them different lengths because if you had them all the same length, that just wouldn't work. It, then it really would be a neck mess. You've got to yeah. have a, a bit of a gap between each one so you can see what you're looking at but yeah just the um it, it means that you can create more contrast when you've got you know if you've just got one simple necklace on which with some outfits looks great but if you've got some simple clothing on and you whack a few necklaces on I think it creates a focus point really um and you can you know mix up the metals and the finishes and um the textures and just um, no, I just really like it. Well, Accessorising is like, you know, you can be wearing a simple white t shirt, pair of Levi's, that's it, yeah. boring, right? Yeah, pair of yeah. trainers. Then you just go and get all layer up this jewelry. Boom, yeah. you've got this. Yeah. All the accessories, yeah. Scarves, handbags, I'm all about all the extra details and things like. Um, you know, if you're having a bad hair day and you whack your hair up in the top knot and but then you've got a single statement earring on a bit like yours that you're wearing today, um, it kind of draws attention 
to that area, doesn't it? Um, it's a bit like wearing red lipstick. I feel like that when I put big earrings on. I feel like I, I suddenly feel done up because I've, you know, got something, got something going there. Um, well, I I'm love, a, I love well. a hoop. I love a big hoop. Yeah, that's what I've got to say. A big hoop. Um, yeah. and, and stacking bracelets as well. Um, I love that whole kind of jingle jangle that they make as you move. Um, yeah. On today, but yeah, just um, whack them all on. More is more in my book. Yeah, I remember my mum in the 70s, she had loads of 70s, 80s, she had loads of bangles. I could always hear her coming. So like when yeah. I was really little in bed, I could hear her kind of jangling. Yeah, it's like a real memory for me. But I wanted to talk about your personal style quickly as well, because, um, you know, you I saw on Instagram, you were actually this morning I saw on Instagram, you were doing some skipping and I was thinking, my God, I need to do some exercise. Uh, I literally have been so lazy in January is terrible. uh, Hard, isn't it? January has been so hard. It's been so long. It's like the longest month ever. It's, you know, and I haven't done any exercise at all. And then I thought I'd have a quick look through and I'll say you were skipping along. It made me feel slightly guilty. I've I've got to get moving. It just makes me feel, A, warmer because I'm bloody freezing all the time. So if I do a half-hour workout most days, then it warms you up. Um, And also just mentally, it just makes me feel better so I do a bit of skipping a bit of weight training um all from home just um, my husband's really into it so I feel even more guilty if I don't do it when he's at it all the time so um, yeah I need to make the effort next week I'm going to start but you're but on your personal style how do you so I do this thing where I like to use three words to sort of describe how I like to dress and I just find it really useful and it rationalizes you know it just helps me to pull outfits together yeah it's sort of like finding your style personality kind of thing so I just wondered if you had like a way you like to get dressed how would you like to how would you describe your personal style um I would say uh probably classical with a bit of edge um I try to be a bit glamorous, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think... I've actually cheekily written down three words here to describe your style. Okay. <laughs> I said relaxed, rock and glam, because I think you've got... A bit- okay. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. That sounds good to me. Relaxed or casualish, but, you know, you've got that kind of rock edge... There's some definitely some edge, and you've explained that about your your jewellery. So I think if anyone listening likes a bit of edge to their style, a bit of you know that kind of real personalised touch to the jewellery, then Chambers yeah. and Bo yeah. is definitely going to be. And I was going to ask you as well because it's the Style Stock Stories podcast. If you had any style stories that you'd like to share, so when when has something gone wrong, or you know, when have you felt that getting dressed has really boosted you? Because it can really, I mean, you know, I have to get every day, I feel better. If oh, yeah, even, I have to make an effort. If I don't make, even if it's just, even if I throw my hair up because I can't be bothered to style it, I still have to maybe just do the fringe. So it looks like I'm at least a little bit done. I, I always have to do something to make myself feel better. And I think it just puts me in a better state of like going to, going to work. If I haven't, you know, if I just went, in not in my pajamas but you know in a 
tracksuit and hadn't made any effort, then I just wouldn't be in the right state of mind, I don't think, to get the most out of myself. Definitely like to make an effort. Um, stories, well, I, the, the only one I can think of, which is years ago, um, when I applied for my first ever design job, um, I tried on this white suit in where, warehouse and I thought I just loved it so much, a trouser suit. Um, I don't really do, I don't get my legs that very often. I don't really do dresses, even back then. So I saw this lovely white trouser suit, belted, um, wide leg. And I just, I thought I was it in it. <laughs> it sounds so, really nice. It sounds a bit, that sounds a bit 70s, which I like. I love it was that. a bit 70s, yeah. So I went back about three times and tried it on, and eventually I bought it, and I thought, great, I'm going to wear this to my interview. And, yeah, I just thought I was brilliant. Turns out, I mean, I did get the job, um, but I was the only person who applied, turns out. And <laughs> afterwards, afterwards, my boss told me that the white suit nearly cost me the job and that he thought it was awful I was there thinking oh my god the nuts and yeah he said it was a terrible thing to wear to my first interview so there you go you live and learn but maybe that really says more about him than me exactly I I, you know that is a bold choice I think going in a white suit to an interview but I think it made you look creative I mean that's you know yeah maybe maybe you could have played it safe you could have played it safe, which is what most yeah. people do. So, well, I probably didn't have anywhere else to wear a white suit to, and I was so desperate to buy it that that was my my only choice. So, oh my God, I'd go on the tube, and within five minutes, it would just be absolutely trashed. It would just, <laughs> yeah, no, there is that. Yeah, I never, I don't, don't very rarely wear white now because I live um, in the countryside and I have a dog, and um, yeah, it doesn't stay white for very long. Although I love winter whites; it's one of my favourites. That's really elegant, isn't it? That kind of look. It's, and it's yeah. also been very, I did notice actually in 2022 all over Instagram, everyone, I think everything's gone a bit samey with style yeah. last year. It was lots and lots of camel neutrals, just that, like lots of, <laughs> yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of that, but yeah, you know, all the influence, like most of the influencers were wearing sort of the same things. It went very classic in 2022. I'm interested to see what 2023 is going to be like yeah I think so I was in Harrods yesterday I did a shop with a bride-to-be yesterday actually I don't normally shop with my clients in January because the shops are still bad from Christmas yeah okay styles are not really in yet and I really noticed that everything seemed really quite extra there was a lot of stuff, okay. all the new stuff that's coming because Harrods will get that first the big department stores Bold patterns, glitter, sparkle. Oh colors, wow! You know all That's of that. That's quite hard so, to wear, though, isn't it? It is quite hard to wear, and actually, I think as as you get a bit older, I I'm prefer. I mean, I am wearing a very pink top today. Yeah, I thought it would look good for the, the sort of Valentine's time, you know, on Zoom. But yeah. I, you know, I'm like I like neutrals. I don't have many color and many colors and patterns in my wardrobe. I no. I'm more drawn towards because also pattern dates quite fast I think yeah and neutrals are much easier to put together aren't they like yeah. tonal dressing is really simple to do um although when I do wear color I feel like it um you know like when you have your colors done and you put a color close to your face like I had a blue jump 
bright blue jumper on yesterday and it just lifts you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it can definitely change your mood if you make a bit of effort with colour or even just a pop of colour in like a pair of shoes. Um I love an that. accent, like an yes. accent somewhere. But then, it, okay. yeah, if you're wearing something plain, that's when sort of you can layer up jewelry. I wanted to ask actually about you've got a Valentine's collection. I have, yeah. I've just launched it now. Yeah, we, so, um, yeah, well, we just launched it this week. It's kind of um, lots of hearts, obviously. Um, cool. Lots of hearts. Quite a few pieces which use our initials to create um, necklaces and bracelets so that you can have maybe, you know, your initial with a heart in between and your loved one's initial. Or you can um, make a word, you know, um, spell out a word with the initials. So we've done some of that as well. Um, all layering pieces, of course. A um, couple of pairs of earrings. It's all on the website now. So, um, and we've got a free gift offer at the moment. So, um, we have a free bracelet with orders over hundred pounds. So, all the details are on the homepage if you want to have a look. Oh, amazing! Right, I'm going to drop in underneath in the style notes. I'm going to drop in the website and all all of that. So, you ship internationally as well, don't you? We do ship internationally, yeah. although it's a bit of a Am I allowed to say fit show? Oh, say yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, just with delivery, um, Royal Mail and um, shipping internationally at the moment is a bit of a nightmare, but I think we're getting there. Um, and we do use DHL as well, so. Yeah, because there's been all the strikes and we got... Strikes still- and then some kind of um, hack wasn't there, I think. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see about. I didn't see about a hack, but yeah, it's all. I mean, we got. We've been still getting Christmas cards. Have you now? Oh my god! Yeah. So it's like literally nearly the thirty first of January recording this podcast, and we're still having Christmas cards coming through. So it's all. It's all gone a bit wrong, hasn't it? Did you have any pieces there to show? Did you bring any pieces? Well, I have got some pieces here. If anyone yeah. is watching, yeah. Um, so I've, I've anyone, got a of on. yeah, we're going to describe the pieces for those just listening. Because Amy's wearing, she's got a gorgeous big heart gold. I've got a, a great big heart on, and then a yeah. heart poker here, which is on a kind of chunky curve chain. Um, it can all be personalised with text. And that there is a big heart bracelet. Bracelet, lovely. Uh, oh, that's um, gorgeous. And this one here. And you mix metals as well. So I like, you know, so, we've, yeah. so we're just, Amy's just showing. So you've got, you know, the so silver heart. Silver. Yeah. The silver heart and it's silver chain on one side with gold plated chain on the other with a little star charm there. Um, I think just having the contrast of colour means that anyone can wear it and it just adds a bit of interest, I think, rather than, I mean, I used to be all silver, always used to wear silver, hated gold. My mum wore gold and I thought it was awful, really dated. And I've kind of gone the other way, really. I much prefer gold now to silver um, or a mixture. Um, I have because when, when I got married, actually, everyone was wearing platinum. So 16 years ago, everyone was having platinum wedding rings. No one was wearing gold because, yeah, my mum had gold and I felt it was really yeah. dated. But gold yeah. definitely made like most people doing gold now because you, yeah. you, 
I mean, I do color analysis, so they they sort of say. I mean, I just think it's a guide, but you know, some people suit gold, some people suit silver. Yeah, so warm warm colorings, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So if you've got warm tones like yellow in your skin, go for gold. If you've got blue undertones, you'd go for silver. But I just think, yeah, mix it up. I mean, I've got all sorts of different colors on today. So what would I be then? I'm spring blue, so I'd be warm. You're warm. You're the same as me. I'm spring. Ah, okay. I'm spring, which is warm, light, and bright. So we suit bright. Well, what um, springs look good in is head to toe neutrals and then a splash of color around the face. Okay. So winter people suit all brights, like all brights and silver, but we're we're more gold, like warm undertones. Yeah. It's quite it's quite handy to know. Yeah, I've got my little um swatch book. Swatch book, yeah, to yeah. just to double check that I'm on the right track. I think once it's kind of in there, you remember it, don't you? You remember the colours that work with you. Um yeah. And then sometimes, because I'm not, none, we're not supposed to wear black, are we? But then if no. you have a lighter colour or a brighter colour by your face, does that kind of make it okay? Then it's fine. And you know what? I wear black all the time. I, the thing is with me, though, is if you tell me something, I'm, I tend to do the opposite. It's, it's not, uh, <laughs> you can't do this. I'll be like, yes, I can. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so I wear, I mean, I love, I've got a black slip dress from All Saints that I wear to everything we're invited to at the moment with a black leather jacket and black boots. That's my evening outfit and gold jewellery. I'm I'm in black a lot. I just, yeah. it's a good guide. It's a good guide. But... Yeah, good guide. I never wear black, actually. I think because I'm so often photographing myself wearing jewellery and black doesn't... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't, you know, it doesn't photograph very well, so... It's and it would, I mean, in real life, the gold jewelry layered over black would be really nice. But yeah, yeah. on camera, on Instagram, on I don't think it work so well. That's mm. not going to work, is it? But thank you so much for joining me today. I'm delighted. Oh, to thank you for letting me come on. Love your jewelry. Love the fact it's all handmade in Devon, personalized everything. I'm going to drop the link below the show notes below this. Have a look on YouTube if you want to see some of the pieces. Thank you, Amy, and I'll see you soon. Uh, so nice to talk to you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was great to have Amy join me and tell me the story behind Chambers and Bow. I just love the fact that it's an independent brand. Everything that she does is handmade down in a studio in Devon. So it's really good to support independent brands. And what you get from there is really unique. And obviously, as she mentioned, you can have it personalised as well. So the jewellery is really gorgeous for gifts. Check them out. If you are enjoying the podcast, please do take a moment to subscribe and leave me a review. I would be so, so grateful and I'll see you next time.